0: Hi, I'm Madonna. I'm your worst nightmare to rule the world. Why don't you show them what you do, honey? You've never had more fun with anyone else. People, people, we got to move on to the next song. i sweet
1: and I'm a bitch, you know what I mean? And that's always been the way it is. I'm, I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm waiting. Good afternoon, good evening from wherever you guys are. This is DJ Lena, aka Lena Bradford. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna Podcast.
2: Hey guys, it's Tony, and I feel like we're in like some mythical radio station in the clouds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and hi, everybody. This is Stefan. Welcome to another episode of MLVC The Madonna Podcast, your place for all things, Madonna Louise, Veronica Ciccone, and beyond. We are kicking off Pride Month with a very special guest on today's show. Welcome DJ Lena Bradford to the podcast. Lena, welcome. Thank
1: you so much, you guys. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. uh, It's great great to have you on the show. And I love your
1: podcast, by the way. You guys are so
2: fancy. (laughs) we we try (laughs) we try um you know we weren't always this fancy well
1: hello but you know no (laughs) actually you were you just didn't know it
2: (laughs) how are you doing today lena i know things are crazy out there but we you know we gotta we gotta keep going we gotta keep pushing right we certainly
1: do and thank you for asking um you know i have always been a very optimistic person. That's how I grew up. And anyone who knows me or, you know, uh, comes to anything that it is that I'm doing knows that that's who I am. So uh it's just instilled in me. You know, I don't know any other way to be. So I'm always happy and I always see the brighter side of Sears, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> I, I just, I, I can't see negativity. I don't. So I'm always going to bring love and light to the situation and also find a way to get out of a a crunchy situation. So I'm doing Mm -hmm. well, I'm doing well. And I see um, a a light at the end of the tunnel because where there is darkness comes light.
2: Yeah. I needed to hear that because, you know, this is a dark time, especially, you know, all around the world, this country, and Mm -hmm. here where we are in New York city. And, you know, as someone who loves this city more than anything, the city gave me my life. I want it to, to, to flourish and thrive in spite of what's going on yes. So thank you for saying that
1: 100 percent
0: yeah hey, well, Stephen. glad you're staying safe lena that's thank that's you important. And,
1: and back to you gentlemen as well again you know, i guess I have to mention another thing it's so beautiful to see because you know as we are all of a di- different demographic it's so mm-hmm. wonderful to see the young Children getting involved and just being proactive because, you know, it's we, we've been doing this fight for a long time, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, people want to say, you know, this is a very entitled um, uh, demographic as there is in any particular demographic. Obviously more so in this one because of the sense that, you know, we didn't have all of the modern technologies and certain things. So mm-hmm. yes and no, but mm-hmm. they, because they didn't know ACT UP and they didn't know these things that, you know, we were participating in. Yeah. It's wonderful to see them automatically get into this. You know, they haven't, they haven't slept on it. They're not stepping mm-hmm. out, They're not missing a beat on this. They're really doing it. It's mm-hmm. so good to see. It's so good to see that they got that gene.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because you know, I came of age in the 90s and I feel like when the Clintons were in office, people kind of got complacent that, you mm-hmm. know, okay, well, life is good, you yeah. know, and yeah. there there wasn't a lot of pushback and now that that things are getting real, I'm glad that the kids that came up are are saying hell no, we're not. We're not That's right. up with this. We're not rolling mm-hmm. over.
1: This is not the '80s. We're not in the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah, we have we a-
1: also have a lot more under our belt. <laughs> we're stronger in numbers. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, completely. We have
2: a voice. Uh, so Stefan, will you introduce Lena properly to absolutely
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, uh, as we do that like was to so introduce. Cute, and, yeah. <laughs> we, we like to. Intro all our guests, just in case they've been sleeping mm-hmm. under a rock and don't happen to know. <laughs>
1: hey, rock the <are> cool, man!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, for everyone who is not in the know, DJ Lena Bradford has been a staple of the New York City scene since she performed at Wigstock back in 1994 at the wee age of five.
2: Oh. And,
0: uh... <laughs> Go on! <laughs> America's youngest DJ. <laughs> She started out in the New York Gay Underground Club scene as dancer, gender, illusionist, performer Girlina, quickly became an underground superstar. She began her DJ career in the East Village of Manhattan on a dare and now spins in New York City, LA, and through Europe, appearing in Sardinia, Saint-Tropez, and Paris. Looking she's received now. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> she's received DJ of the Year and a lifetime achievement award at the Glammies and Sage Innovator. She hosts an online talk show called In the Dollhouse with Lena, was the subject of a Reverie original documentary short called Linish, is a board member of GMA- GMHC, the world's first and leading provider of HIV AIDS prevention, care, and advocacy. She's also a global ambassador at the Hetrick Martin Institute, a leading professional provider of social support and programming for LGBTQ plus youth, And recently, she's been helping us keep on dancing these days by spinning sets on Fridays and Saturdays on Instagram Live. So, first of all, wow, that's amazing. How how are you
2: able to breathe after all that? Because I just got dizzy. (laughs) I was about to do a mic drop. Okay. <laughs> so that's a
0: that's that's a hefty hefty career. So congrats and, and, and that's only, for,
1: Thank you, and that's just only a taste too. I'm like, <laughs> you really question a lot into that hamburger, honey. <laughs> Trying, yes. We,
0: we've just that's just a little a little a little taste. Just uh, ahead, head, as they would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I said it. Y'all thought it though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I. Before we do get started on questions, I I wanted to share a pearl of wisdom that I recently learned from Lena's Lounge on Instagram Live. (laughs) Apparently, if you have a birthday during the pandemic, it doesn't exist and you don't age. That's right, sugar. Uh, so mine was
2: just before the pandemic when was oh. yours january 15th <laughs> uh, oh, we're gonna put that up into the mix honey <laughs> i think any i think any birthday in 2020 hello
1: is- 100 because again remember this all could have been alleviated honey if we want to do the real math about it like mm-hmm. right before january so mm-hmm. you, you're in that margin darling
0: Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. I'm just—I have a birthday coming up in a couple of weeks, and I was just happy to know that I shan't be aging. You shan't be. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I shan't age. <laughs> shan't shan't be aging. Uh, so now, since I mentioned Instagram Live, I, I do got to say thank you for starting oh, off Saturday baby. night set with yes, that fierce so remix of Ironica oh, that Masters uh, of
1: Work remix of mm-hmm. everything. So
0: good. Oh, thank
1: you, guys. Thank you. That's one of my favorites. I remember when that came out a few years back, I was just like, what? I mean, they really just captured every essence of, first of all, that album is everything. Mm -hmm. She could have retired then, honey, and been real good. You know what I mean? (laughs) But that album is everything. It speaks of a moment, a time, and life, and just fashion, and New York, and just, you know, all of the hubs, you know, London, Paris, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it was a moment. That is a fierce time capsule, and the way that masters at work captured the essence of that song and that remix is just it's delicious it's one of mm-hmm. my favorite meat remixes
0: well and you were serving it up <gasps> i mean that um, look the
1: the i don't know awesome. who that was that was one of my sisters but i'll let her know
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no seriously though i mean i I'm going to thank you on behalf of everyone that uh, has tuned into your Instagram live, because I, every time you post it, I like repost it and try to like, you know, let as many people know as possible. Cause it really, really helps. You know thank I mean? You. There's some days where my day is over and I'm just like, I I'm so spent. All I want to do is go to sleep, but no, I, I need to be myself. I yeah. need to like, you know, dance. I need to sing. I need to, you know, I, I can't shut myself down just because no. Because we're going we're through something, you know? exactly. So mm-hmm. The message is great, Lena. Just you. keep it up. And you how know, did you get involved with Logo? Well, you
1: know, b- b- thank you for that. That that that's very strong and very powerful, and that means everything to me. And I'm 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 constantly very, and I've always been a very being an only child and an Aries. I'm very thoughtful of other people's times, energies. Mm-hmm. I take that into my everyday walk of life, you know. So that means everything to me because I am thinking about that, and yeah. um, I needed to have some type of normalcy and i knew that everybody else needed to have some type of normalcy you know something to look forward to you know in the midst of these days where just they kind of pass into one you know Mm -hmm. so hearing from people all over the world that this means something to them gave me a whole new thing as well so Mm -hmm. it's a wimbledon thing it's back and forth you know if you think that I, you know, you're getting something out of it. I'm getting something out of it too. I look forward to knowing that we're all going to be together. And also it's a different thing for me when I'm doing it there because I'm on the other side where yeah. I'm in a whole nother head and I'm creating a moment. But then afterwards I've showered, I've had my dinner. And before I go to bed, I get to watch it and I get to be with you guys listening mm-hmm. and seeing all of my brothers and sisters who come into, you know, the room for the first time or every week, you know? So that to me, I get two different doses of that every night on friday and saturday and you know on sunday before so it's, it's 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 a gift so i thank you guys and everybody out there listening who participates and if they don't or if they're about ready to come and join baby because it's just a love fest
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no and they're great i think it's fun to, it's a it's an hour of time to sort of forget what your cares and what's going on and just like put the news away and just you know put on some dancing shoes or push the furniture back and you know and just listen to some tunes that's right yeah and
2: And not just any tunes. I mean, you're pulling stuff from way back. Baby,
1: I'm giving you the encyclopedia. (laughs) I'm schooling you, and you will never get the same song or the same look ever, honey. She's very conscious of these things, honey. (laughs) (laughs) They go hand in hand. I I
2: did notice that. I was like, hmm, you know, I've seen a few DJ sets. I won't say who. (laughs) Go on, blast them! Blast them! not just kidding. (laughs) And I feel like some people are just pressing play, but you are not pressing play at all. For for me, you know, when
1: I created – you know, um, when I when I do Lena's Lounge on Friday, that's a particular type of vibe and an essence. So therefore, I know that mm-hmm. there is going to be that type of music that that sexy, more loungier house, uh, a, a deep house kind of vibe. Then on Saturday, for you know, go big or go home, it's going to be bigger beats. So I know that yeah. that's the 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 uh, the equation. But from there comes an organic. Uh, 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 a plate of food that I serve you, if you will. And obviously the looks go with that. And then when I was doing Sundays with Logo, my disco TBS throwback Sunday classics, same thing. I know that it's going to be disco, but from that comes that organic moment of just being in it. Like when people ask, like, do you have a place? How can you have a play?" What's it called? A playlist. Plus, see, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I don't know that because I come from a different demographic of DJs. You know, I mean, from Frankie and all those guys being my mentors, and how it is that I got here. You have to go with the vibe and the essence mm-hmm. of what's in the room. You know, mm-hmm. and now in this case of what i'm creating you know so you you can't ever have something pre-planned because you don't know when you get there it could be a whole different vibe and a whole different gig and then you get there and you're like oh i'm gonna play this and then it doesn't work you've got to and that's that's the true talent of people being able to think on their feet and to have a longevity i've been djing for 25 years and it still feels like the first time every time and I love that I still get like butterflies and I, get, and I still, get, yes, like
2: on Friday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right. You got to read the room and that, and that yeah. should inform what you're playing. Let's go back a little bit. Uh, you grew up in New York City. Mm-hmm. You're a New York native. So yeah. um, reading that you grew up across the street from Carnegie Hall. So that I was, could. that was like, um, that was a different neighborhood back then, right?
1: It was always fabulous. In fact, my grandmother, Mike, she was yeah. an opera singer, so that's why we lived there. And Olivia Newton John lived on the 12th floor, and we lived on the 8th floor. I remember when Let's Get Physical came out, my, my mother's <laughs> like, Don't bother her. I was like, I won't. And then, of course, she was in the elevator one day. I was like,
0: Oh, yeah, I love this, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was coming back from dance class. I had my leg warmers <laughs> on, of course. It was like, you cannot plan it anymore. And she's like, oh my God, you're so sweet. And then I told her, I was like, you know, I had a conversation. She's like, did you bother her? I was like,
2: no, <laughs> she
1: spoke to me. <laughs> but no, it was, it. you know, I got to tell you that neighborhood has always been very um, fun, and innovative. I mean, you know, it's like, it's right there, like shopping mm-hmm. Haven. The Capizio's was right there. The, the dance center was right there. But then if you went over to, like, 9th Avenue or 10th Avenue, it's a whole different world, you know? Yeah, it's like, suddenly. that's what's so interesting about New York, you know, is that, mm-hmm. you know, a couple block radius, it's like, you know, then you go further down the street, you know, 42nd Street's down there, so, but also at the same time, it's like, the front entrance of Central Park was right there, so I had this, like, whole Narnia moment with my mm-hmm. friends, where we would drive our bikes, we would take all of our Barbies, we would go in there, and we would play in the park and just lose ourselves, like, New York was so magical, and you. Yes. And it's funny thing is, is that you never saw Kids growing up in Manhattan—you just never saw kids, but we were just like these little nymphs running around the park doing this thing. But you never saw us out in the street. And I also at the same time, I never hung out with people my own age. So I mean, mm-hmm. I was going to Fifty Four and Garage and Saint and all that, honey, at eleven with my grandmother.
2: Okay, so let's go there from so it. How did you, like, you know, when did you? Obviously, you had this love of music, you know, at you know from going to the clubs and all that, but. How did you decide you were going to become an entertainer that you wanted to, you know, serve the people? And then who, how did you uh, hook up with your mentors, you know? Like, I mean, all well, these legendary DJs. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, I mean, I was a dancer from the age of four, so I was always in dance companies and whatnot. So, I, you know, I was going out with my grandmother, who, like I said, who was a, um, mm-hmm. an opera singer. But, you know, she knew all of the people, you know, so she was go to 54 and she would also have these dinner parties and she would bring these people back. And I'm not a name dropper, but she would bring these people back. And I'm like they were just people. And I love mm-hmm. that my, also my, my family always kept it 100 with me where it's like, it doesn't matter what your, um, uh, your ethnic background is or what your uh, social status is. We're all equal. And I love yeah. that it has always stayed true to me. I never knew what my family did or what they were or, or any of that stuff. I just knew that I was a very grateful biracial child, <laughs> Jewish background, mm-hmm. Irish mm-hmm. background, mm-hmm. you know, who was very blessed and very um down to earth and i've always kept that you know so from dance I, I then started um working in the clubs i had moved up to montreal um i my friends had brought me up there one week and i absolutely loved it and i was like oh, and i went up and my friends uh, and i came back and i was like mom i want to move up to montreal she's like okay fine so i moved up to montreal i lived up there for a year and a half and then i came back to new york and then i so I, left, I had left dance at that time, and I was working in the clubs up there. And then I came back. To, I was coming back and forth on the weekends because, you know, I couldn't miss my clubbing situations in oh, New York right. at the time. Because, right. I mean, it's like, hello, this is the 80s. It was like prime time, <laughs> good time.
0: You know, you don't want to uh, miss it. R.I.P. Ol- <laughs> the the, way- the <laughs> dance clubs back in New York, back in the day. Baby, don't uh, sleep on it. Uh.
1: And from there, um, then I came uh, to um, – I was – at Webster Hall one night, and they, I remember uh, dancing on the dance floor, and they had asked me if I wanted to start working there. So I started working there during the daytime. And then I was going out, you know, to many other places that were going on at the time. And um, my mother, who became my mother, Nisham, who unfortunately passed oh away my at the God. Video, yes, Mona Foot, yes.
2: I, I, I love Nisham. Yeah, it was,
1: well. I, that's a hard one, hon. Yeah. Um, it was. She used to do um, Motorfoot Star Search on Tuesday at Crowbar, Mm -hmm. the original, down on the East Village um, on 10th uh, 10th Avenue or 10th 10th Street between A and B. Mm -hmm. And so all the girls back in the day before they went to be where they were did Star Search. So I did it and I ended up winning for 18 weeks. And how me (laughs) and my sister Candice met was on the 16th week. We actually competed against one another and I beat her, and then we became sisters after that. And we swear we would never compete against one another. <laughs> and so that's some old school tea for you. So yeah. from there, I then started, um, I, I won for 18 weeks. M- uh, Mona Foot moved Star Search over to Pyramid, and then I ended up taking over. Uh, um, Tuesday nights and calling it, and it was it became Swirl, my party Swirl, which I did mm-hmm. for like five years. And then I ended up, since I was working at Webster Hall, I then created a night on Friday nights called Makeup Room. So those were two huge parties that I was hosting at the same time. And then Mark Berkeley, who was a very good friend, then came along, and then me, Candace, and her, and uh, and uh, uh, Mistress Vermica and Sherry Vine, and Aphrodite, um, and Shaquita. We would then work at um, USA, and uh, Tunnel, and uh, uh, Palladium. Yeah. So that's how that all happened. And then fast forward to 97, um, and then of course, working at all these big clubs i obviously knew all of the big djs they were friends of mine and mm-hmm. i was you know known to be you know something on the dance floor being a dancer so obviously i was kind of like a they were i was their snake charmer you know they were playing for me and they would see how i would like just you know come alive and do shows and then back in the day it was all about the runway as it still always is and yeah. i had my people you know um, on either side of the dance floor with flashlights and so you know junior would always just like put the big lights down on me so i had these relationships with all these big djs mm-hmm. so then fast forward to 97 i'm hosting um uh god i feel like i'm in a only time capsule right now um <laughs> uh life at uh life uh, on Bleecker, uh boys life it was called boys life on sunday and it was um uh, yeah sunday's and uh on bleaker street and uh it, it was around Easter. So then right after that was my birthday, which is in April the 14th. And I remember, uh, it was Frankie, me, Morales, Carlos Petrus, T pro Gant. Uh, God, I don't want to miss anybody. Um, junior, it was a whole bunch of us because, like I said, it was a big weekend and just everybody happened to be up in there. And Frankie's like, Lena, you would be an amazing, oh, sorry, and Ted Patterson. And he's like, Lena, you would be an amazing DJ. I was like, What? What are you talking about? Like, yeah. She told me, I was like, Okay, this is weird. You guys, shut up. And they're like, No, we dare you. I was like, Oh, I'll take the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> so
2: it's like, Who's uh, who of who, who's and, and, <laughs> and they're daring me.
1: And I'm like, Oh, fuck yeah. You know I'll take a dare. So I did. And then, um, then uh, that, that was on a Sunday. So then on Tuesday, I went over to T Pro Studio and he taught me the equipment because it's one thing to know music and mm-hmm. but it's another thing to like look at that equipment because you know, you look at that equipment, it's like that's very overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he got me, you know, um uh you know, acute to, you know basically one-on-one on how to work this situation <laughs> so um i did and what i did was um i just played obviously music that spoke to me like i'm a classic rock girl Led zeppelin's my favorite band i played zeppelin i played nine inch nails i played the b52s i just did a whole toss sale and then of course you know i threw in some 80s and then i threw in some you know um house and then after that just booking started coming and then i you know created my own style and next thing you know i'm like you know Opening for my brothers and, and, you know, traveling all over the world. And I'm like, holy shit, who ever would have guessed? Like, I never, ever, like, I never wanted to be a DJ. It's not that I ever didn't want to be, but I just, it was never a thought.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that's how you got to keep your life organic. you got to just, you know, I, I was always very talented at a lot of things, you know, like in dance, fashion, you know, uh, designing clothes for my Barbies, my Barbies, you know, so many things. But you can't ever sleep on it and ever think that one doesn't acute to the other because they're all connected. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so. so all of that, that beginning of the, the dare and you leading all those DJ nights around the world then led you to a wonderful 10-year residency <sighs> on Fire Island, mm. which is which is where my journey with Lena began.
2: Oh, hello, neighbor. <laughs> mine too. Yeah. I, I moved to mine. New York 20 years ago, and I went to Fire Island my what first year? time. That uh, was what? 99. 90, oh, 99. Okay, right, 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 right. Yeah. So in like 2000, I uh, met up with my childhood friend, Nina, who, you know, is an nina. old friend of yours. love nina uh, yeah. We've known each other since third grade. So she was, oh. of course, the first person I called when I got to New York. And we went to Fire <laughs> Island and we're walking down the boardwalk and she's like, oh, it's my friend, Lena. And, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. And And then you said something like, oh, yeah, come by later. And I'm like... And after we left, I was like, where are we going? She's like, Tony, he's only like the best DJ in the world. And that was my introduction. Wow. Look at that, honey! I took your cherry real quick. Yes, and I've been following you ever since. Um, Baby. I mean, I'm, I'm really shy, so I don't always come up and say hi, but I'm I love shy. There. I'm shy, too, believe it or not. <clears throat> Yeah,
0: we was, we did, we used to do a share um, like on Eleven Ocean, I think it was. And my housemates, they, I was like, I think the year before I started doing the share with them, they were like, You have to come out. You have to come out this weekend. We're going to go to, we're going to take you to Lena. We're going to take you to Lena. And I was like, What are you guys talking about? And they are like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. And we went Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, which was our all time favorite oh, because baby. the disco funk music was. Is always just amazing And I, I I will tell you this story Because this was before, we started going before Shazam was out mm-hmm. as, I would hear this
1: all the time I know oh we you're going
0: Because I remember one night I asked you I was like, oh my god <laughs> What is this song that you're playing And you I very cutely said Oh no baby, I don't share my secrets and, <laughs> and I was like I went back to my friend Colin And I was like, oh she is not going to tell me What this song is I was like, that little <laughs> devil. And I. so we, we started writing down lyrics on cocktail napkins. And over coffee the next morning, we would be Googling to see like what possible song it could be. And yeah, so before Shazam, that's, we old schooled it. We Can I like, tell
1: you how amazing this is going to be connected to this story? You don't know how many times I have heard people tell me that story. But then there's a part two. I have a whole, um, uh, I keep because I'm an archivist, my sister Candice is like Lena, she keeps everything and I do. I have every napkin that was ever <laughs> slipped to me, <laughs> oh no, no, honey, for the 10 years that I was out there, I had a lot of napkins, <laughs> with people, with those things, and the whole reason, it was all coming from love, and you know me when you meet me, mm-hmm. I am light and I'm all that, I'm I'm, I'm princess of light to my people. I do that so that you guys do your homework. And it, and that's what it's about. It's about learning about it. Because I come from that school of, oh, my God, I found a gem. And that feeling of, like, when you find mm-hmm. something, it's everything. I don't mm-hmm. come from the school of just handing you things, honey. So I give you hard love. So I wanted you to go
2: and do all that. Well, mm-hmm. then you've got a napkin with uh, my <laughs> with name on, name it. on well, it. I wrote: Love will save the day. Frankie Knuckles mix only. Honey, and guess what? I do. And you do, I know. You played it and I live.
1: Baby, I swear, I keep it all. That's so (laughs) funny that you say that.
0: One of my favorite finds from you was Gene Carn. Was that all it was? <gasps> oh. one, like one of my all-time favorite songs. Now, ever since you would play that,
2: that's such a huge compliment. I was
0: like, oh, thank God for this song. It I just, have was, goosebumps right now. when You saying that
1: because <laughs> it's such a powerful song.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so great, and her voice is beautiful. Her voice—it's
1: so chilling and haunting yes. at the same time.
0: Oh, it's it's so good. We loved when you would play that. But then, and I there's one more story about Sip and Twirl. I we whenever you would play "Ain't No Mountain High Enough," ah! right? The, the <laughs> slow build of that song, and mm, then like mm, it, mm. it finally reaches that fever pitch that where it, like I, the boom. the drop hits, and everyone yeah. the beat is going on. And I remember, like you remember, the original deck at uh, <laughs> Sip and Twirl. That deck, deck, not deck, deck would be shaking, mm-hmm. like rattling. We would be sitting there, like standing, dancing, thinking. Okay, let's put put ourselves near a tree branch in case this deck gives way and we need to hang on to something. And sadly, when Sip and Twirl burned down, you know, that was, it was terrible that that happened. But we were there that summer, the first time we were there after it burned down, we walked by just to like look and see how terrible it was. And I had to like have a chuckle because. The, the only le- thing, that, the was only thing yep. that was standing was the deck yep. and i thought oh okay well here we were where we were it was
1: fall. made with love yeah. it was made with love honey but yeah. i'll tell you something i didn't have so much like when i because I, I used to spend on this before maybe you guys got there i started in 2005 so i started um when they never had a high tea so it was lena's lounge and it was called and it was um uh where uh the original pavilion used to be up outside yeah, and that's where mm-hmm. I
2: first used to see Down. you in the pavilion right to get- and then mm-hmm.
1: that 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 dance floor that did cave in so they had to build me a new place <laughs> so uh yeah and it's funny because when i did end up moving over he was like do we need to reinforce these floors i was like oh, that's up to you sugar yeah, <laughs> just make no, sure I, you got the DJ. No, I was like, listen, no, if we're if they're going down, I'm going down with them, honey. That's how this <laughs>
2: happens. <laughs> no, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you about like the the original pavilion deck that was. I mean, if you ever danced on it, you know that. Yeah. At, she At had a bounce about back. A couple of times per night, you were <laughs> concerned about your well being. You definitely <laughs> were. I mean,
1: they had only ever had um, a cassette player playing up there. So people would go from low T then there. So when I started, I was like, well, I don't know what this is going to be like. I mean, I had been going mm-hmm. there since back in the day, you know, when my grandmother would bring me out there. And then I remember Candice and I did like maybe a gig. But, you know, when I started in 2005, it was very desolate. It was like after the morning parties, you know, a lot of people had like kind of pulled away from going out to the island, you know, especially mm-hmm. after all of like, you know, the uh, the things that were going on with drugs and just sickness. And, and so it was, you know, it was 2005 was really starting to like, you know, kind of like put it back on the map and take it somewhere yeah. where it and up going and I got to be fortunate to be a part of it. So I was spinning in San uh, Tropez in Sardinia prior to and when um, Sean Patrick Ryan who was working for Eric at the time had asked me, I was spinning at Barracuda at the time and he's like, you know, what do you think about coming out to Fire Island? And I was like, oh my god, I don't know. And he's (laughs) like, I was like, well, and I spoke to my manager at the time, I was like, listen, I said to my agent in Paris at the time, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this and just see what it's like. And if I don't like it, I can always go back to Europe in the summer. Right. So I, I, you know, I just I like change, and I like to see mm. what if there's a reason why I'm being asked to doing something. There's a huge reason why I have to be doing this is, is what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I, I did, and um, the. By the third week, there was like a line around the the boardwalk to get inside. And oh, I was yeah. like, holy shit. Okay. So then from that, like not even a month, I was only asked to do one night. And it was just a Saturday night. From that, it went from me then doing five to seven at low tea. I would spin low tea. then they would put on a long song. I would put on a long song they would rush me up to Lena's Lounge through the, the crowd of people screaming and yelling run up start Lena's Lounge then let everybody up to Lena's Lounge spin Lena's Lounge from seven to ten then I would have 45 minutes and then I, uh, uh, to have dinner and change and then go on at 11 and they would have me spin Pavilion from 11 to closing so i would be doing three gigs in one night every night that's full on friday and saturday so then i did that for two years on that side and then i moved over to next door to um create twirlina and um then i ended up creating thursdays fridays saturdays and sundays and thursdays was rewind thursday my 80s night Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, Friday's was Lena's Lounge, of course, and then Saturday, Go Big or Go Home, and then Sunday, uh, TBS, Throwback Sunday Classics.
2: Yeah. Wow. So, obviously, style is a big part of your DJ sets. So, for each one of those gigs, <clears throat> you have to have a new look, Right. I never wear the same thing twice. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. One, it's
1: been, you've created um, a a, a moment, a history in that. It's been photographed. So, how can you try to do that again? Uh, All of those looks, I did a book when I was out in Fire Island for my 10 year anniversary of, because I would always document each look and I would post it at six o'clock, kind of like Mm -hmm. what I do now. Um, and, uh, everybody would get to a little preview of the look and, uh, it, 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 it to me it's, it's one, it's, I, I think maybe that has to do with, you know, being a Barbie collector, yeah. you know, and playing with my Barbies is, you know, creating fantasies and moments that so you can't try to do another fantasy with the same look. Right. Know, boring.
2: <laughs> so do you, do you like come up with a vibe for the set that's in your, you know, that's in your mind mm-hmm. or, um, you know, do you. I don't know, but where, where do you pull it out of, Lena, tell us?
1: Um, because, I, again, I know that I'm doing, for instance, what I'm doing right now on my on my Instagram. So I know that it's Lena's Lounge. So mm-hmm. I know that that's the music that I'm going to be doing. Um, so with that comes... A look that goes along with that essence and that vibe, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's always going to be something, um, uh, uh, uh m- m- less, um, uh, less subdued, always still very fashion, but less subdued than Saturday night for go bigger, go home. And then mm-hmm. obviously that's going to be more of an avant-garde, more bigger, you know, more scandalous, if you will, look than mm-hmm. Friday would be, you know, it's more sophisticated.
0: And where are you getting the influences to do this i mean i'm I'm my sure head. You, I'm Marvy. sure you have right, your own personal <laughs> style and your what you like and whatnot, but like growing up who who was inspiring you?
1: my grandmother mm. I, I, I go by people who I know um yeah. and also i, I for me it, it, fantasy is everything outside your door um mm-hmm. and also what you create in your mind, you know. Um, So how can somebody else's fantasy be my reality, you know? So when Mm -hmm. people ask me, who do you look up to? I look up to my grandmother. I look up to my mother. These are fierce, amazing women who were style mavens, strong women. So it's like, I don't need to go any further. It's right there. My grandmother was and will always be the Jordache look. She's still kicking it and turning it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love the Jordache look. It's and look one well, time I wasn't. Yeah, and I was a
1: Jordache model. I used to do the
0: commercials back
1: in the day. Oh my god, I love those.
2: Oh. Remember the Jordache doll? I have them, honey.
0: <laughs> of course you do.
1: And Sergio, and Sassoon. I had. I also collect all my designer jeans. I have a huge collection, baby. This house has got everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, well so, we may
2: have to get some show and tell for. Uh, oh, the, hello. For the Instagram page.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you? So you spin in? Is that your closet? That's that my dressing in? room.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Oh my.
0: My Goodness, because I was like, I think that's the size of someone's apartment in New that's, York City. It's
1: funny, my friends were like, Lena, your dressing room is the size of like someone's like apartment. Yeah, and that was huge to me because like I've always had. Um, storage spaces growing up you know like when you know (laughs) especially you know being a broke artist in manhattan you know i couldn't afford to have all the stuff with me but i also didn't want to like you know clutter up my grandmother or my mother's house so i just said you know what i will always afford a storage space Mm -hmm. and then when i was finally you know able to like you know start making bigger money and you know creating a you know a, a life that i had worked very hard for i was finally able to You know, uh, downsize from a large uh, storage space to a smaller space to now (laughs) no space. So I, you know, I I got rid of my townhouse and because I also have a residence in LA, so now I have a large three bedroom here now and one of the bedrooms is just my dressing room. So I was able to take all of the clothes and all of the Barbies out. And so in the TV room, there's Barbies. And then also in my dressing room, there's Barbies. But then all of my archive um, clothing and all of my clothing are now finally in one area
0: in my dressing room and all the shoes and everything. Yeah, I was going to say, that shoe closet looks like something Carrie Bradshaw would be proud of.
1: (laughs) Thank you. It's my dream.
2: (laughs)
0: Oh my goodness. and that's and it's true. We would, I part of the fun would be waiting for you to arrive at Sip and Twirl, and just waiting to see what look it was she was gonna wear. <laughs> We were like, oh, what's it gonna be tonight? What's it gonna be tonight?
1: And I People, mean, so there were so
0: countless looks. I mean, I can't even remember. No, it, half it's of true. Them.
1: Cause People like, always be like, it's like the share show for now. We're like, we were always <laughs> looking forward to what that bitch was gonna wear on Study Share show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though, because there were a couple of times I remember where, like, um, where's Lena? And someone's like, oh, that's her over there. I was like, no, that's not her. She's not blonde. And then she turns around and it's like, boom, giving me blonde tonight. <laughs> Definitely a guessing game.
1: She's a chameleon.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and very fitting, you know. I mean, <laughs> we'd like to have people who change it up just like Madonna. Yes, Madonna,
1: yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, yep. you know,
0: gotta say. That so was
1: a good segue, babe. Thank you, thank you. Speaking of Madonna, uh, just in, in case, case you to... guys forgot, you are listening to M L V C. I mean, The Madonna you, podcast. But
2: right now it's it's a Lena takeover, and we're, oh! we're happy for <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. In addition to Madonna, tell us about your musical influences growing up. Like, um, obviously, you, you know, you like, you know, we're from the same generation. So, you know, you grow up young with disco and then you grow into new wave and and then house music, and it all, you know. But but tell us what stands out for you, and what. what... Ah,
1: that's a good question. Um, and also I will have to go back to I. I've, I've worked with your queen many times, FYI. But we'll mm-hmm. get there toward the we'll end. We'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> Just didn't want y'all to forget about that. Um, <laughs> I know that would be real cute for you. <laughs> <laughs> Um you know I I, like I mentioned earlier I, I'm a classic rock girl like I'm I'm such a Zeppelin girl and it's funny like I take so much of my rock and roll influence into my my my, my, my everything that it is that I do and my 80s like the, the 70s and the 80s were just so big for me you know like musically and fashion it, it, they are just kind of synonymous with just how it is that I put a good uh uh take on it being um current you know so i think that we, because when you look at those two de- uh, t- uh demographics and and that time capsule baby that was some shit that people are still ripping off to today because it was done right
0: mm-hmm.
1: It shit was done right the clothing was done right and the music was done right you can't touch that shit best shit that ever came out it really is a tall salad of just kind of like 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 my chameleon look, how it is that I feel. But I I will say that Led Zeppelin is always and will always be like, you know, one of my big um, inspirations through uh, my musical journey.
2: And I do recall being at one of your sets where you played like a really thumped up version of Whole Lot of Love. Oh, good,
1: baby. I love you for saying that. I'm totally
2: playing it soon. Okay, good. Oh, I love (laughs) that. It's so good, right? Yes, it is. It's like, especially if you're like in the pavilion, it was like, thump, thump. Yeah,
1: and the way it builds too. Oh, it's so juicy.
2: Uh, And that's when I was like, okay, all my worlds come together (laughs) and (laughs) and Lena spins for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah it's so it's june it's pride month and yeah. you know we won't be able to have a communal pride as we oh, usually sad. do i know but, it's, it's very depressing you know I, I think especially in light of what's going on right now i think it's it's actually an opportunity for all of us to really look inside of ourselves and and really understand what pride is especially in the last few years when pride has become so commercial and corporate, so
1: well said baby which like is weird going with because
2: you know when we were coming up uh, no one would touch Pride with a ten foot pole, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's not be so, part of the gays. <laughs> well, well, no, yeah. I mean, like you know, it was like you know,
0: all
1: no these companies guys. now yeah. just hopping on mm-hmm. the bandwagon.
2: Yeah. So, so in spite of all that, what is your Pride going to look like this month?
1: I just really like where you went with this because it is very important because I feel like it was becoming very homogenized and very kind of like, oh, Pride. You know, yeah. <laughs> people need to get back to the basics of what this is really all about. And there are no mistakes in life. Like there's a reason why all of this is happening, this pandemic. And mm-hmm. it, as you see, it's really bringing people together in a way that we haven't seen in a very long time or at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, us. Yeah. A little bit more because we do come from the the, the age of c- calling you on the phone and talking to you, you know. Mm-hmm. But the connection, it, 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 it's it's sad when you see people of our demographic or older start acting like these millennials where they don't know how to talk unless they're texting. Right. I'm like, you know, guys don't, you're not those people. Mm -hmm. Stop. You know what I mean? Like just be real talk and let's communicate the way that we're supposed to communicate because all this other stuff is artificial. So with that being said, it's so nice to have a kind of everybody, a moment to reboot their browser Mm-hmm. And come back and flourish even brighter and bigger. And honey, I'll tell you when we all do connect in a large congregation. Mm-hmm. When when and when it has to do with pride, it's going to be even much more magical because we're going to be very appreciative of what we weren't able to do, but yet we're still able to do. But as yeah. far as being physically together, so you have to bring that um, that physical vibe with the essence of who you are, mm-hmm. without being present but yeah, present. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I've been seeing this a lot in the last few weeks, and it really resonates with me is that our movement began with a riot, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm hoping that that is true with everything that's happening right now. Yeah. You know?
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, it's, I agree. It's, I mean, it's great that we can, I mean, as much as I like, I have a love hate relationship with social media, you know, like, it's yeah. like, I love it. And I hate it at the same time. Thank goodness we've had it during this pandemic because it's been the one thing to help keep us in contact with each other. You know we've been able to still create and still put our art out there for the world to have and enjoy when so many people are trapped indoors and can't be amongst people that they love. So it's, it's great that especially during a month like pride where we are so used to being able to get together and celebrate that, we at least can reach out virtually and sort of still celebrate in a way but mm-hmm. yeah, you know that that party when we f- we can finally all get together in person is going to be one big old blowout. Ooh, it's going to hurt.
2: It's going to be like that. <laughs> uh, it's going to be like partying like it was nineteen ninety nine. Was it nineteen ninety nine? Because that party wasn't that fun. You know? No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> like you know what we wore this out for? Like how long? I how know. long was that song out for? <laughs> you know, like, it was like twenty years, and then we get to nineteen ninety nine, and we're, we're like,
0: uh, I think Prince yeah. was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are in the fine kind of like, cars?
1: Yeah, right? It's like every New Year's was like 1999, honey, when that song came out. I was like,
2: okay. Yeah, I was like, and we're done. <laughs> so are you, are you booked to do anything? Can you, can you Yeah, I'm doing you a few do things. Yeah. Yeah, promo, yeah, promo, promo. Plug, plug, plug. Um,
1: God, I, thank God I have a team that uh, reminds me of this thing, but I can't... I, I know that I have like a bunch of stuff in different cities and countries mm-hmm. that it is that I'm doing. I couldn't tell you any of the name of them right now. So if, if when this does come out, we can... um have um natasha tell
0: you she can yeah the and love. We'll of course post it yeah online yeah. And we'll yeah we'll promote.
2: share it we'll, well yeah we'll share it up um
0: <laughs> 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 so i want to move directions just a, a slight bit sure. um you've done a wonderful online talk show called She's in the talk Dol- show in, in the dollhouse with lena i love Yay, the show you've had you. wonderful guests such as whoopi goldberg carson kressley your girl, Candace Kane, Sherry Betty Vine, Lady Man. Bunny, Shaquita, just to name a few. Just to name <laughs> drop to name a few. A few.
2: <laughs> my favorite episodes are the ones where you kiki with your girlfriends. When you guys go way back, oh. it's just like, it's like, like. It's a m- the
1: only time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty special. I, you know, it's, that happened literally the, um, when I left on my 10 year anniversary of the island, I was like funny. It was like, I've always had this time clock within me when it's like time to go on to mm-hmm. do the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it's, it's always been that way from when i was a performer when i was modeling all that stuff i just been like oh it's time to do it, and then i would just happen to look just being the spiritual witch that i am and i'm like it was always on a certain time or date, you know like it's so interesting the way that my witchery is set up with this time clock that's my body mm-hmm. so <laughs> when i left the island um um, you know, because during actually during the, the end of the years of uh, the island, I was living in London at the time. So I would be in the island. I would live out there for seven months. I'd fly um, back from London in March, do the photographs and T-shirts for um, Twirlina. And then I would open up my house on April 1st. And then we would start Twirlina, um like right before my birthday on the 14th. And then I'd be there from April to October and then I would fly to uh, to LA to be with my sister Candace spend a month with her and then I would fly back to London and be in London from um, November to uh, March wow. so that was my life and then when I at the, the the last summer I was like I think this is my last summer I said to my boyfriend and he's like you know I support you whatever you want to do so that um, when I left that October um, I well, actually, I had left a little early because I went to do do the collections in Paris. And then when I came back, I said to my age, I was like, you know what? I think I'm, I'm, I am I want to take off the whole winter. I just want to stay in my Barbie room, in my house, my townhouse, <laughs> and, and just figure out what it is that I got to do. Because I have been doing this for the last 10 years. I need a break. I need to re- mm-hmm. reboot my browser. I need to find out also my identity after doing this for so long yeah. of where it is that I want to go and who I am and what's speaking to me. So as I would be sitting up and just doing stuff, I'd be sleeping and I would get up and my boyfriend, Claudio, would be like, you're going in the Barbie room and you're going to write, aren't you? I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would just go in my Barbie room and just start writing. And I knew that at some point and sometime I wanted to, I've always wanted to do a talk show um, and have my Barbies be a part of it. Because, you know, when I was playing with my Barbies, sometimes they would be talk show hosts or they would be this and that. So mm-hmm. I knew that somehow this would all line up with actually me doing it. So. Um, I put together the show. Um, I've then reached out to people who I worked with in, on movies and, um, like you know key grip uh, mm-hmm. uh, and blah 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 you name it then um, one of my friends who did my documentary Leanish um, he's an amazing producer I brought him on and then another friend of mine who was a producer um, for Oprah and it helps to know good people right? Absolutely <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and we did a pilot and we did it in my um, Barbie room and uh, the, on the pilot was my sister Lauren Foster and oh, from yeah, Miami right? Yeah, yeah 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 first Vogue trans model
2: that's what I was going to say is yes. because, uh, Vogue Mexico Ago, she was the first yep. woman to ever appear in a full editorial layout.
1: Yep, and Tony she, knows
0: his facts.
2: Let me tell <laughs> you, yes, he I, certainly I,
1: does. And she used to be on um, Grace Jones' assistant too. Hello. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I, I would stay hard. with. I was when I was spinning white party, uh, went winter party right before this pandemic. I was staying with her. That's my sister. So whenever I'm in for Miami, I stay with her. But she was she was in New York at the time uh, for a couple of months. She was writing her book. And, um, I had her be our guinea pig, if you will. <laughs> so <laughs> we did the pilot with her and it was so fun. So then after that, I then, um, after I, I got the feel for it and, and put the whole thing together, I then, uh, called on to people who I wanted to be guests. And I literally, uh, I, I, I financed everything. I had my downstairs level of the townhouse as the uh, craft services. I had car services picking up all my guests and Ooh. i shot eight episodes in one day. Wow. And that was season one. And then season two, I did the same thing, but I had to do it in two days just because of scheduling. Yeah. And then um, I, I wanted to make it mine. I wanted to find out what this was all about. So when I started doing it, people heard that I was doing it and wanted to pick up the show. And I said, no, absolutely not. I need to get the legs. I need to find out what this is about. And I want it to be my vision. And I don't want it to be somebody else's before I even know what it wants to be. Right. right. So that's why I decided to make it a YouTube um, of, uh, 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 situation where every Thursday was a new episode. Um, and then by the time I started doing season two, it then started really getting out there and then Reverie had reached out and uh, my agent um, who is now my new agent in in LA um, had hooked it up and we had a meeting with them and they loved it and so they bought season one and two and then we were going to start um, filming season three and I said you know what, I think that it's time for me to put her in a whole new place Um, and I, I took time and, you know, we severed on wonderful terms. I still have my documentary with them and other projects, but the dollhouse is my baby. So I took it back and then I had a meeting uh, a couple of months ago, right before all of this started And um, I can't say, but uh, a brand new, amazing network um, is picking it up. So Season 3 is going to be very, very, very sickening. And it's going to be really, really big. And the guests that are coming on Season 3 are just magnificent. And and, and it has nothing to do with what the person does. It has to do with who the person is. I said, Mm -hmm. if you pick up Trash, darling, and you're amazing and fierce you're going to be on my show. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. that girl. I'm very unbothered by all that mascara. It means nothing to me. I don't care what you do. We all sit on the toilet and shit and pay bills. I keep it 100, and that's who Lena is, and anyone that I keep myself around. So those people are, are on my show. So they're fabulous, and they're amazing, regardless of what they do.
0: Oh, my oh God, I'm excited, so excited to see! I can't wait.
1: Yeah, you. me too. I'm excited to. And what's great is that I get to film half of it in New York and the other half in L.A.
0: Since you know I live half of <laughs> my time in both. I'm also well. Who who doesn't love a location shoot? Yes,
2: that's I mean... that you, true. You, you heard it here. Lena is bi-coastal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and right before all of this, I am actually I'm working on another um, uh, TV show that I was in. Uh, I had for the last four months. Four months I had been in table readings. We were to start to start just film on the 23rd of april but obviously this all got pushed back so
0: COVID 19
1: Yeah, right but it's good because we just literally restarted up doing our table readings last wednesday so we do them every wednesday and friday and then we're just waiting for sag and all of the you know health providers to mm-hmm. go with the go ahead to you know get tested then i fly back to la and then we start filming for the next five months but
2: you um. know what's great about that lena is like the gift that you got to learn the material oh my god over it 100 and,
1: 100%. Yeah. and also too, all the people who signed contracts and started filming beforehand yeah they were paid but guess what all that money and their show is no longer happening yeah. because they had exactly. to pay all the people for all the time that was you know spent with nobody on the set so it was a mm-hmm. god gift that mm-hmm. we did not start filming and also too like this is really just going to catapult and take Everything that it is that I do for my community, because I'm a, I'm an everyone person. I'm not a me yeah. person. I, I do what I do because I know that I was brought to this earth to be there for the people. Like, that's why I'm a people person. I'm a vessel. I've always been a princess of light. And giving that light and that energy to people, that's my first gig, is bringing people together. Whether it's speaking engagements, DJing. Acting—it doesn't matter. Like You're standing I, I do on
2: the street it, talking to the yeah, person next to me, Yes! You. No, hey, and and elevator. Elevator. I know how you are. I'm I mean. not people. I do. <laughs> I,
1: I, you know, I'll be the one in the elevator with strangers, and I'll having everybody laugh at the end because I just love mm-hmm. people's energies and talking to people and finding out. And you know what? Who at the end of the day doesn't want somebody to put a smile on their face and want to laugh?
2: yeah mm-hmm. we all want to be seen and heard, and we especially you know, nowadays, especially nowadays, and laughter really is the best medicine. I mean laughter and dance i that's what's getting me through this, you know, when we have these moments of darkness. I'm just like, I need to like open up the window and get that bit of light in, you know yeah mm-hmm.
1: it's so it's true. you <laughs> both have wonderful speaking voices by the way, on the uh, on the on the the radio <laughs> well, oh, Lena, that's you. because
2: um you know, when we started this podcast, I was the king of. I mean, I, I couldn't even talk. Let's just get real, okay? We had, to, we had to give Tony
0: a little bit of caffeine before we would record, and
2: uh, he's uh, but we you know we we've both been do- coming
0: to our own.
2: Yeah, we've been doing this for a year, and um, you know, I I I found this about about myself that I love talking to people of you know yeah. from. All yeah, kinds. now we can't shut them up. Now we're just yeah. talking.
1: <laughs> especially when you have somebody to feed off to, you know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I I love everyone we've spoken to. I love everything they have to bring. Everyone is different. Everyone has a different energy. You know, we that's talk beautiful, to honey. And, it shows. Yeah,
1: thank oh, you can so hear it much. in both of your voices too. Thanks, darling. Well, we
2: love doing Very this. Especially, lovely. you know. Um, during this, uh, you know, lockdown, we started, you know, doing more episodes, and that's great. And we really love connecting with our fans, you know, and 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 giving them some, you know, being able to give something to someone. You well, know, I'm going to be p-
1: pipping it out a lot on my <laughs> platform because more people need to know about these two gorgeous cherubs out here doing this great gig.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, before you sweet. go, we we do want to talk just a little bit about Madonna.
1: Well, okay. Just oh, talk, oh yeah, we talked about that a about little, little bit. Oh, that From
0: lady, yeah. Yeah. Lady yeah, the- I <laughs> <laughs> so you you've always factored madonna songs into your sets and i've mm-hmm. heard you play well-known dance numbers like deeper and deeper and vogue but the mm-hmm. other week during one of your instagram sets you played a remix of nothing fails which I is oh, so I good
1: that peter rawhofer was oh a my masterpiece gosh. It was honey so good it's so, amazing it's one of my favorites honestly I,
0: i'm just curious how do you go about choosing like what madonna do you premeditate madonna songs or is no. it literally in the moment you're like and yeah. nothing fails
1: it's in the moment i I mean that and i think i played it with uh depeche mo i did a save the prayer uh remix duran duran save the prayer remix and then i think i went into that and then i finished with uh uh, it's a dark night of my soul. And I, oh, I need love. Um, I need love. Fanny Canaglia can mix. Oh my! Yes, God. yes, yes. <laughs> so it was those three songs together, and it just happened to really make a beautiful story together. I'm about creating mm-hmm. um, a, a storyline with my music, from the mm-hmm. first song to the last song. Like that's the school I come from, because Larry Levan used to always do that for me at Garage, mm-hmm. and I like that's just in my blood. So I, 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 I think of. A story that I want to tell. That's all. I think of a story. And then as as I'm putting the story together in my head, I'm feeling out obviously the energy in the
0: room or mm-hmm. whatever the
1: situation is. And then from there, I'm like, okay, now go to it. Go through your
0: book, girl, mm-hmm. and have it. And have it and create it. Yeah. And and that's how it happens. And and um, thank you for Featuring Madonna. I'm always very happy when you play a Madonna song. Right? Like, whenever I'd be at one of your nights, I was like, oh,
2: yes, she played Madonna, Yeah. Yes. All right, before
1: you guys go further, I want to know, what is your favorite Madonna song, both of you?
2: Oh, my gosh, oh. she's turning the tables on
1: us. I so am. I'm never talking. so We so well,
0: we, we We are just about to get to asking you the very same question. Okay. Um, t- Tony, shall we do the lightning round now? Shall we? Yeah, let's do the lightning
2: round now, and then, okay. and
0: then we'll... So, Lena, around, we do this for every guest. It is, just, it is meant to be uh, off the top of your head, wherever you're at in your Madonna journey right now. Um, very simple. What's your favorite Madonna song? Oh, so easy, Burning Up. Oh, Ooh. good one. Uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite Madonna video? Ooh, Burning Up. Oh, nice! Um, I like that raw Madonna. Yeah, yeah that was—I yeah. uh, mean, it's, it's such good. A quint- that, that first album was everything, honey. She mm-hmm. was uh, she wasn't like super styled. I mean, she no, was styled, but it, it was wasn't just like raw. It, it was, was very East Village. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, so it can be from either videos, tours, photo shoots, whatever. Favorite Madonna look? I would say that that
1: that first album, honey.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. classic vintage, Cla- vintage yeah, Madonna. Vintage, yeah. Nice. Okay. So, uh, so, Tony, so you answered Lena's question. What's oh, your favorite my God. One?
2: My favorite Madonna song, and I just realized this the other day because I've been listening, I've been kind of re listening to everything during lockdown. And um, I think Angel is my favorite Madonna song. Oh, <gasps> oh that's a beautiful song. So good. Because time I
1: hear it, it's sophomore album. Yeah. yeah it still feels
2: new. And I think yeah. maybe it's. It didn't get played out
1: I was about ready to say It never got a lot of play And I remember When that song came out So did Annie Lonnox Must be coming To an Angel song That's Mm -hmm. why I think It got
0: pushed aside
1: Yeah Mm -hmm. They both came out At the same time
0: And I remember Reading I don't know if it was Like Rolling Stone They did uh, Like a review Of all of Madonna's Like singles or whatnot throughout the years and they had highlighted angel saying if this song had been put out by any other artist at that time it would have been a massive hit and you'd still be hearing it on the radio today but like it's such a testament to madonna's catalog of how many hits she has that angel is like pushed aside that people yeah, barely true. remember she has it as a single yep uh, and
2: pretender too And Pretender, oh, yeah. so good yes. love that song all right stefan so what's yours
0: all right so i'll just keep it i'll do vintage madonna as like a <laughs> favorite, favorite vintage madonna song i have to say dress you up
2: oh so
0: I good so song. good <laughs> <laughs> the whole look and I mean the fact that she opened the Virgin tour with that song yeah right? and that was so, a great tour did you have you seen Madonna on tour Lena oh
1: yeah 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 I, I saw that tour I saw I, I, I pretty much the first one yeah that was the first one and then um true blue I remember we went to that one and oh, was that
0: girl great who, nice. who was that girl
1: tour? yeah um uh, blonde I, and, blonde Ambition? I meant to
0: say who's that girl I'm oh, sorry yeah yeah. So, well so, she was touring both of those albums. yeah
1: and then, of course, uh, ambition was fantastic—a girly show. Um, mm, and then, mm-hmm. um, let's see, we—I uh, uh, was—I had to go to Hard Candy because my friend then started doing her her hair, and he's like, "Oh, come to the show!" I didn't want to because I was not crazy about the album. There's no. some cute songs, but uh, you know, uh, we know what's up. And then oh. <laughs> what was the one with the gun gun, the bang bang? I guess. Oh, it was.
0: MDNA. Yes.
1: Oh, I didn't want, I didn't like that concert guys. Yeah. A lot of people,
2: it was, too big it was at
1: yankee stadium was, yeah we were we went we saw it when it was at madison square garden uh-huh. and uh we had uh tom ford gave us tickets and oh, we're like well, excuse me i know, yeah. <laughs> <Excuse> but, <us. laughs> I know his my, my best friend uh, who's in the business as well he's uh his husband was uh the president of tom ford so they didn't want the tickets so they gave them to us <laughs> me and his husband and so we were like literally we're right there and andy was right next to us and uh and uh uh, what's her name? Uh, Kelly Ripley. Uh, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and Anderson. So We're like, you know, we're chit-chatting with the because you know, we all know each other. But it was just like, <laughs> oh, I wasn't feeling it. And we couldn't, you know, have that face because everybody's looking at us. And we're right, like, right, right there in front of her tent, you know? <laughs> but I was just like, oh my God. And it was just, I, I don't it didn't speak to me. It, didn't it was an to angry
0: me. tour. I think it was. It, a lot of people want, they, I mean, well, I know I, I saw the Madame X tour in Philadelphia and God bless the drunk ladies in Philadelphia, they just kept screaming, we want holiday. Give us yeah. the hits. And I was like, it's not that show ladies.
1: But you um, know what also too, I think that it's like, she's always been about taking you on a journey on her and her yeah, concerts. totally. And and and, and 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 I think that it's just the messages and how it is that she used to, I feel be more dialed in with her concerts mm-hmm. and, and, the, and, and, and the whole being connected with what was also going out on, on the, uh, the, the streets as opposed to what was popular. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think that that was probably maybe the disconnect with myself and probably other people that I felt... Mm-hmm. In these particular last concerts that she's done, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't want to take away from her artistry because she's, you know, obviously a very talented woman. But sometimes you just need to get back to basics. That's yeah. all. You just need to reboot your browser, and she yeah. just needs to slow down. A woman who's done so much, I'm like girl, <laughs> take a breather. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Nina, in all your years in uh, working in New York nightlife and music industries, how, what are, are there uh, Madonna? Close encounters that you had. Well,
1: we did the. Um, I shot with uh, her with David LaChapelle a few times. I the one that was in Rolling Stone. Oh, I love a little, that shoot. Oh, yeah. the one
2: where the, the, a the, West one West the Hindu goddess. Yes, and,
1: uh, the, we were on. No, the one where she's. Um, we're on in the on the street
2: on yes. Little West Twelfth Street. Yeah, yeah I just posted box. that. I was like, "This yeah, is, is what box. I want my summer to look like." I'm on top <laughs> yeah. of the car. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go back and look at that picture. Yeah, I and love and I have that a, picture.
1: A, David put me in a blue and white stripe like mini dress like a haltered mini dress on and you know who's actually sitting who's this is you're gonna gag you guys guess who that is sitting on the tricycle right next to madonna that was nisham
2: Oh my God! I got. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. revisit
0: that picture. Ex- after we hang up, I'm gonna go. Yeah, and...
2: yeah. Every so that, time someone says his name, Lena, I, feel I know, warm co- and I think it's it's him acknowledging <sighs> that. You know what yeah,
1: I mean? we're gonna, it, we, you know, it, the, the, the sad part about all of this, just little sidebars, that you know we can't rejoice and celebrate him right now. But the wonderful thing is, is that when we are able to, yes, honey, the celebration is going to be legendary oh, because mm-hmm. that was a legend, honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So
2: let me ask you a question. So you know, La Chapelle is famous for having DJs spin his photo shoot so if you're on top of the car who was spinning records
1: but at the time it was out in the street so he just had literally that boo box playing
2: oh how oh, funny
1: there was no music playing and then i shot the one with him and little kim when uh, i was dressed as a, a nun when she was in the gold thing that was for candies mm-hmm. and then um then candace and i um opened up her birthday parties many times one time um at the supper club in new york and then another time at liquid in Miami. Um, and then uh, I also, oh yeah, I have it on tape. Um, uh, Weekend Rock came in when I was doing my makeup room party at Webster Hall. Um, I hosted her bedtime Story thing that one, at West World. Yeah, oh it was me. my god! I had long braids on, oh. and I had a um, a brown camisole on, and I'm introducing her, and we were all dancing on stage with her. But yeah.
0: Oh, I'm gonna go back and look at that video too. I love that. I
1: to Riviera. I mean, I was like, college and middle school. I keep my Madonna, Louise, Shaconi on the deal,
0: That's so fun.
2: No, and, and I love that. Like you were part of those, like club moments that those are really like the
1: legendary moments no 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 yeah it's funny because like because we had worked together so much up right up until that like la chapelle moment i remember um ingrid because i was spinning a lot Mm -hmm. i was djing then and ingrid was in um her trailer um next to where we were getting done and ingrid heard that i was on the shoot and she's like lena come in so i came in and she had little baby uh What's her daughter's name? Oh, Lourdes. Lourdes Lourdes, and and her arms. And um, Madonna was sitting, she's like, Hey, she's like, I know you. I was like, "Mm, you know, we've worked (laughs) together a few times. She's like, she's like, it's good to see you. She's like, "What?" and I was like, this is the first time I felt that she was like, so present after having that baby. Mm -hmm. I was like, good for you, girl. (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: fun. Oh wow. It was fun, yeah. Little it was did little... little did we know when we invited you on the podcast <laughs> that you were <laughs> <you>, you... <Shazam! laughs> surprise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You guys are so fun. <laughs> See, I told you, Stephanie,
2: it would be a good idea to talk to Lena. <laughs> it was actually Stephen who recommended. It I know. Not, I was like, not oh, bad it was. It was when
0: I when you were doing your uh, your Instagram live and you were playing Madonna. I was like, oh my god, we yeah. have to have her on the show. We have got oh, to get her nice. on the show. Thank you. So thank Such you, a pleasure. Thank you
2: for coming no, on. We, we, we appreciate so you carving so out the time. God, so fun. We could do this all day, y'all. All oh, Right. I know. <laughs> well, I have a feeling that you're going to become a friend of the podcast. So that. Oh. 100% mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. Lina, and I'll
1: be we... to it more often as well
2: thank you yes. uh, listen, thank you, Lena before we go we want you to uh, let everyone know where they can find you on social media and please promote any upcoming projects that you have so we can uh, follow up on our thank Instagram you, as well
1: and also, too, you guys will be a guest on The Dollhouse because, like I said, I like interesting, fun people. So oh, I would I love, love that. just putting that out there. I
0: would love that. <laughs>
1: and it's going to be, in front, oh, I didn't tell you, this is going to also have a live studio audience. <gasps> oh, nice. I, I know. They're like, it, they're like when we were having the meeting, just a little sidebar, they're like, you need a live studio audience. I'm like, well, I had my Barbies there, and I, and I <laughs> thought
2: that they were laughing and, and applauding. But yeah, a, and a
1: live studio audience would be great. <laughs>
2: well, I'm excited to be with <laughs> you. Welcome!
1: No Thank, you, Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> very welcome. Uh, well, um, my Friday and Saturday is on my um, Instagram page, and I was doing uh, Sundays with Logo, uh, my TBS, and we'll probably go back and doing that like maybe around Pride and whatnot. But um, it was a five week contract, and it was so much fun. But mm-hmm. Fridays and Saturdays. Fridays is seven to eight and saturday is eight to nine and Mm -hmm. um then uh we have some pride engagements coming up which you guys again can reach out to natasha about Mm -hmm. and then uh, some other stuff that uh i can't speak about but that you'll see relatively soon when we get out of this pandemic
2: yes all will
0: be
1: revealed all will be revealed
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you're on instagram at the lena
1: the lena bradford and then there also is one for um in the dollhouse with lena
0: in the dah- okay, perfect. We will post both of those. Amazing.
1: Thank you, my love.
2: And we just wanted to reach out to all of you guys again uh, and just thank you for listening, especially during these times. I hope that yeah. we were able to entertain you guys and put a smile on your face and, you know, just spend time with each other. I think it's so important. So it is. you can find us at MLBC podcast on Instagram. <laughs> you can always uh, go to our webpage and send us an email at www.mlbcpodcast.com. And yes, uh, you can find us wherever any podcasts are broadcast. And that's Apple podcasts, uh,
0: Spotify, Spotify, Google play, Luminary, you know, everywhere. We're yeah.
2: everywhere. Um and yeah, thanks you guys. Uh we will be with you guys soon with another great episode. And um yeah, I want to say goodbye and uh Lena Stefan feel free to
0: Yes, Lena, thank you again for coming on the show. And Gentlemen, st- stay safe. <laughs>
1: this was so yes. beautiful, so beautiful. Thank you, thank you. And to our listeners, you guys, this is what it's about. Like all of these conversations that we were having, remember we have to continue to keep having them, and we're gonna c- gonna have, gonna continue to have them in the future. So we have to keep it light within mm-hmm. ourselves, darling, to put that projection out there because it
0: is there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Lena, like Mad- again. like like Madonna says, shine bright like a beautiful star. <laughs> <laughs> show show the world who you
2: are. Yeah. <laughs> Just had to squeeze that in there. Nina, <laughs> thank you for sharing your beautiful <laughs> energy a with us. Thank, thank you. you, boys. Thank you. <laughs> Bye guys! Bye! Bye.